The noir hero is a knight in blood-caked armor. He's dirty, and he does his best to deny the fact that he's a hero the whole time. Hello, and welcome to episode 464 of Under the Cull of MS. This is going to be a review of comics, and that followed by previews of Things to Come episode. That was a little quote from Frank Miller. And we're going to start out with Knights of the Fifth Dimension, issue one and two. This is by Van Heel, Flanagan, Maxime, and Jansen. It's definitely a knight style story. Some very, well, they do call it the psychedelic knights of the fifth dimension at one point. Uh, we got characters like John 316, Kriga Bundalo, Professor Odious Amorphous, the Damned Yankee. It's a very interesting collaboration of characters. But we kind of get to see a story of a kid who turns into a comic writer, who turns into a complete drunken failure. <laughs> And we get to see how he gets a letter that kind of catches his eye, makes him pack his things and go see his old uh, master that he apprenticed under to learn about comics, someone that made a highly interesting comic in the past and kind of faded away, talking about these Knights Templar and uh, these type of characters and secret societies that rule the world type stuff. It was interesting. A little long-winded. Hard to read and follow as far as getting in-depth with the characters and stuff. The writing was a little, a little heavy-handed, I guess. In my opinion, just could have could have made it more enjoyable, a, a smoother, well-flowing series. I, I'm not into the fantasy era and all that stuff, the knights and dragons and all that. Uh, they used to be. Then I just grew out of it. Just didn't. Couldn't catch the interest anymore. And I was hoping this would. Because. I'm into the Walt plan again. And my brain's not letting me bring up. His other book. This reminded me a lot of it. As far as the art style wise. Uh. Yeah, I mean, the evil characters, the agents of the primordial dark, like Plague Lord, Dark Cosmonaut, 
Gorgilla, the satanic simian, and the Kaiser. <laughs> it's just, there's some very interesting bad guys there. But you follow the story of basically the head artist disappears and the young artist is trying to take over the legacy and save his master all at the same time. And while that's going on, we're seeing all these funky characters show up and appear and do things to affect the progression that is supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's only four issues, I believe. That's why I decided to check it out, but otherwise I probably wouldn't have jumped on it. And that's mainly because I'm not into the knights and dragon and ogres and all, all the old fantasy style storylines. They gotta have a fun story to pull me in, sort of like Ink did with the little black cat. Which I never really got a full uh, good answer at the end of that storyline either. All right, we got the naughty list. Or naughty list, I should say. There's no the. Number four from Aftershock Comics. It's got Nick Santoro, Lee Ferguson, Juan Cho, Dave Sharp, Francisco Francavilla. Variety of collaborators. So we get to see the our favorite uh, little elf and head elf, and our favorite little Saint Nicholas character still hunting down the naughty list, and they come up on a. On a tip or whatever that kind of gets them to see a certain person that may have information for them to help them find who they're looking for. So that helps get the story a little further of where we're going hunting down the Nautilus. But with it being issue number four, I thought for sure we'd be hitting the big battle pretty soon because I didn't think this was that long of a run. Maybe it's going six issues, but we'll have to see. I don't have anything written down saying that it's supposed to be stopping anytime soon. And then we got Spawn Scorched. This is number eight. From Image Comics. And in here we got. Our group of characters. The Gunslinger. She Spawn. Uh, the Soul. Soul Crusher. All these characters are just. Going off at spawn and kind of like 
they're kind of like starting to reveal who's who's going to be playing who it's like who's what side are all these characters taking and we got our haunt character and stuff they're just they're all kind of working with and against Simmons as they hunt down the plague spawn. And it's just... This one focuses on a big battle. And of course, we also have the Sin Devourers that are after she spawned, I believe, because she happened to press some buttons that she shunt of. <laughs> and that just got her got her on the hunting list. So I like all these stories. They're enjoyable. I just wish they wouldn't have went as long as they did. I wish we would have just focused on the long-handed story on the main spawn run and did all these little side stories as maybe six issues tops. But yeah, it looks like there is no end in sight for any of these issues that I know of. And I think we're going to see a couple new issues pop up for some other characters that have been showing up lately. I'd be happy seeing a a spawn one. They're not spawn. A clown one. The Violator. See if we get old Clowny in the picture and get him his own book. But don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But I'm going to leave this here. And we'll get back right after this with some previews of things coming out in the near future. So, we'll be back. Let's get back to some more things that are coming out in the future that you can pick up at your comic shops. Starting out with Drift DC's Drifter Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Number one, one shot by DC Comics. Ho, ho, ho. My gosh. It's time to deck the halls with Holly, er, Harley Quinn, Batman, and more of your favorite DC superstars. Who made it to the nice list? Hawkman, Black Canary, is that Animal Man on the naughty list? And how did Grifter find himself in the targeting sights of those pesky reindeer? Get one for you and an extra for a loved one stocking. You'll be glad you did. You'll. Why you, Ellie? <laughs> In this holiday song celebration. So they're going to parody, parody the song with stories off it. It's going to be multiple stories. Doesn't really say. I would assume that they'd be a few different stories in there. That's one I might pick up for my holiday pick of the year. We'll see. It's the best one I've seen so far. Deadpool's starting up a new run, damn it. (laughs) 
Uh, Deadpool, Volume 8, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Marvel's top merc is back in business. We all know Wade Wilson is one of the top mercenary assassins in the Marvel Universe, even if he is simultaneously the most annoying one. But he's pushing to make that recognition official as he auditions for the elite group known as the Atelier. Now he has 48 hours to kill one of the world's most famous supervillains. Only problem? He's been kidnapped, and something strange is growing inside him. Things are going to get gross as writer Alyssa Wong and artist Martin Kakulu take out their pent-up aggression on everyone's pizza face, jabbermouth, misguided, hate-to-love, love-to-hate, fave Deadpool. I'm curious where they're going to go with that run. Don't know if I'll jump on it right away or just wait for it to get to trade level or bargain it or something. We'll see. I love Deadpool, but don't really feel like getting on a new run at the moment. We have Deathbed Trade Paperback 2023 Edition by DC Comics. As Luna lies on his deathbed, dictating his memoirs to failed novelist Valentine Richards, things get strange when they learn that someone is murdering everyone from Antonio's past who could corroborate, corroborate his wild tales of alien mutants, mummy ninjas, and cannibal cults. Can this unlikely pair solve the mystery of who's trying to purge Luna from history before his life comes to a close? This collects deathbed number one to six, which I don't remember. Maybe I do remember that looking at that cover. I might remember it now. I think it's been back a while, but all right, Demon Wars has another book out there, Shield of Justice, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Iron Samurai vs. Shield of Justice. Mariko Yoshida is torn between two worlds, the human world and the yokai dimension strange world filled with stranger creatures. The denizens of the yokai dimension need Mariko's help to stop a war that's brewing between two factions. One led by the Iron Samurai and his spider-like ally, and the other by a shield-wielding warrior and his panther-like right hand. The clash between them could have cataclysmic consequences for both worlds. Dive deeper into the magic, mystery, and mayhem of Demon Wars by Peach Momoko. And this has been an enjoyable run, the ones I do have. I do have, I just picked up number one of the latest Demon Wars run. Last time I stopped at the shop. And, but I should have just waited and traded that out too, because that's getting to the point where the can get a little confusing which stories what, because all the little runs... It seemed like I'm pretty sure each issue was the number one and stuff like that, at least in like the first set of run, first run. Uh, 
They have a Detective Comics number 38 cover E facsimile edition. A Batman and Robin cover with kind of a knight's lettering type thing on the cover with Robin busting through a circus uh, thing, hoop type thing. And I recognize that cover from my past. So don't know what it has to do with. If it's something, a big specials issue or something, because I could have swore I had that, had or have that cover. Who knows, it might be a reprint. If it was something big, it might have been reprinted a bunch of times. Uh, We have Detective Comics, Volume 2, 2022, Annual Number 1, by DC Comics. As a werewolf... Gale has lived through many generations, and so he has visited Gotham land before, hundreds of years ago. Take a trip back to the 1700s, Renaissance Gotham, with Gale on Arkham land to help remember with him. On Arkham land to help remember with him exactly where he buried Something important he now has to dig up. That's got to be a misspelled thing in there because that was hard to say. And in a twist of fate, a dark knight in town also seems to be looking for something from out of time. His way back home to the present. (laughs) They have a cool Disney Lightyear supersized sock 16-inch vinyl figure from Super 7 Media. Incorporated. Looks like he's got something on his foot. There's a Disney Traditions Bambi Mini 2.5 inch figure by Inesco. So they make Bambi smaller and they make the cat bigger. (laughs) There's a Disney Traditions Lilo and Stitch Angel Mini 3.6 figure from Inesco. And they have a Disney Traditions Pocahontas Miko Mini 3.25 inch figure I'm sure they got more coming out than that we have Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise number one by Marvel Comics from the mind of Tradmore Doctor Strange awakens alone in a distant world not his own lost of purpose and surrounded by danger The wandering sorcerer must explore this land of blades and mystery to unravel arcane secrets and escape the deadly horrors that lie in wait. From the fantastical mind of creator Trad Moore comes a strange story like you've never seen. I just feel if you're Doctor Strange, once you go to all kinds of cool, unique, weird worlds and just hang out there to clear your mind and think about stuff, and check out things, have fun. Now I would. All right, we got Door to Door, Night by Night, number one, by Vault Comics. From all-star creators Cullen Bunn and Sally Cantrino, comes the story of a motley crew going to battle against supernatural evil 
throughout the American South. Perfect for fans of The Boys, BPRD, and Proctor Valley Road. The Heritage Mills sales team travels to town, from town to town, knocking on doors. They're the best at what they do, which also means they're the worst. They're broken, each and every one of them, haunted by closets so full of skeletons, they're bursting. When they discover a terrible secret behind one fateful door, it opens their eyes to a world full of real monsters hidden in every small town. <laughs> could be fun, but could be a long, ongoing thing, too. So let's see where that goes. They have a Dr. Seuss Grinch clue board game from USAopoly. They have a Dragon Ball Z Waffle Maker by Uncanny Brands, LLC, for that killer comic book related kitchen you're building with a couple things they bring out every month for you to add to your kitchen and we have dream master number one of five by black box comics there is a forgotten paladin who protects us from our nightmares while we sleep without him we may never wake up again he is the dream master his curse is to guard our unconscious bodies from an evil entity who wishes to enter our reality, collapsing it for all eternity. <laughs> Another thing for your kitchen is a Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons and Dragons two quart slow cooker by Uncanny Brands LLC. I prefer the bigger slow cook slow cooker. Just like a four quart, five quart. But these littler ones come in handy for doing dips and stuff like that for parties. And it's Dungeons and Dragons. You can't go wrong. Earthman Torch. One shot by Floating World Comics. Welcome to the bizarro world of Robert Nunn. A welder from Missouri whose 70s self-published comics Earthman and Torch have been rediscovered as outsider art, born of wholesome comic strips by way of satanic panic tracks. This pairing mashes vampire space horror with the adventures of an evangelical scaremongering superhero. Alright, they have an Epic Hacks Pirate Skeleton, one twelfth scale action figure from Boss Fight Studios, LLC. I just noticed it has some killer green, that black light style green color to it, that glow in the dark green color that should pop in a nice black light room, and I thought that was pretty cool. Looking for that. They have a Fantastic Four number 52 cover beef assembly edition. I don't recognize that cover, so I don't have that one. Now we got Fantastic Four, Volume 7, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Whatever happened to the Fantastic Four? I think they got replaced by some better ones. (laughs) It's the start of a new era for the Fantastic Four, and they've already in a ton, they're already in a ton of trouble. 
something has gone terribly wrong in New York. And the Thing and Alicia are traveling across America to escape it. But when they stop in a small town for the night and wake up the morning before they arrived, they find themselves caught in a time loop that's been going on since before they were born. That's been going on since before they were born. That's been going on since before they were born. Third off, right away with a time travel, time loop thing. Next up, we got a Phantoma, season two, number one, by Lev Gleason Produ- Productions. Paz Gallegos is on the run. She's alone, confused, and convinced that she's endangering her loved ones because she can't control Phantoma her monstrous alter ego. Paz has hit the road without a plan or a destination, but she can't resist Phantomas' need to defend or avenge the unprotected. While Phantoma forces Paz further down the road of deadly vengeance, Dr. Destin and his bodyguard Rugged Rugged pick up her trail, but are they allies or enemies? The creature on the cover of this one, if that's the creature that they have in it, it's a pretty cool looking ghostly figure. And Fear of a Red Planet, number one, by Aftershock Comics. Mars, 50 years from now. Humanity's first Martian colony is no longer self-sustaining. Under the thumb of its corporate mining overlords, the surviving colonists slave away just to pay for resupply rockets from Earth. Will little or no hope of returning home? I should say with little or no hope of returning home. I think. But they wrote it, so <laughs> I better not change it. One woman has kept a fragile peace, the UN's first and only interplanetary marshal, a law woman escaping a violent past, past on Earth. She prides herself on never having fired a shot on Mars. Well, if you do, wouldn't the bullet kind of like just float off into space with no gravity or anything? But when she's tasked with solving the murder of the colony's most hated man, her investigation threatens to tear the red planet apart. Oh no. Say it isn't so. There's a Fearless Dawn swimsuit edition. One shot by Asylum Press. Steve Mannion's Fearless Dawn comics have always been about good art and fun. And and this latest offering is no exception. 32 pages of straight-up beach-going action and fashion. Throw in a monster or two and some machine guns, and you know what we're talking about. See all Steve... All of Steve Mannion's sexy heroines in full beach bikini glory. Your mouth will drop when you peek at Fearless Dawn 
Betty and Helga as they try on the latest skimpy swimwear and lingerie. A great little comic guaranteed to brighten your wintry day. Woohoo! Surf's up! Aren't they always in bikinis? <laughs> and it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I think it's Grim Fairy Tales did their bikini ones, and they at least gave you a little story in there, which was nice. I liked how they did that. We have Final, Gam- Final Gamble, number one of six, by Band of Bards. Gambling addict Danny Lynn and disgraced MMA fighter Jasmeet Khanna have both fallen on hard times, owing an enormous amount of money to a loan shark named Mandy. They are offered the chance to save themselves by winning the money they need in game in a game of poker against her. Unable to work together, the two men are easily defeated. As a result of their defeat, the two become prisoners of the Mercury Society, a group composed of the richest and most powerful people in the world. In this unforgiving hell, people are forced to fight to the death in an elite gamble for their souls. Interesting. I wasn't thinking Jasmeet. Was a girl's name, but I mean, I know today's society could be anybody's name. I just sorry, I just took it that way when I read it. Sorry, I'm so stupid. All right, Firefly, keep flying. Number one, one shot by Boom Studios. Find a crew, get a job, keep flying. These words of wisdom take on a surprising new meaning for River, many years in the future. While she relied on her family on the spaceship Serenity in more ways than anyone truly understood, an outrageous adventure will push River to her limits, and it will take a new chosen family to help get her through it. Her determination to keep flying and the lessons the serenity taught her is what will keep River going to stranger horizons than anyone thought possible. She's getting a new family. What's up with the rest of the crew? Why are we... And I suppose I haven't been reading anything Firefly in a while, so I have no clue what's going on with the storyline with them. Then we got First Seven Days, One Shot by B-Side Press. The first video was surely a hoax, or maybe it wasn't the first. Just the first to go viral? In the not-too-distant future, an event changes the world forever. This comic, comic documents the first seven days of that event. Interesting. They have a Five Nights at Freddy tie-dye Bonnie action figure by Funko. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy tie-dye Bonnie plush by Funko. They have a Chica action figure by Funko. 
because they're all Five Nights at Freddy, if you didn't know. They have a tie-dye Foxy action figure. A tie-dye Foxy plush, which is kind of cool with the patch and everything. <laughs> it's a cute little plush character. has like a hook for a hand, it looks like. I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's for some reason. I like the characters. But I haven't read much of anything from it, so don't know it. Uh, they have a Five Nights at Freddy's tie-dye Freddy action figure. And of course, these are all Funko. They have a tie-dye Freddy plush. They have a tie-dye FT Foxy plush. And then we get Flowers for Henry One-Shot by Kex Publishing. When sickly young Henry Brexton befriends a ghost named Edwin, he discovers the world has far... Father shield. The world his father shielded him from, Victorian London. But as their friendship grows, Henry learns that his newfound freedom comes at a price. In this gorgeous one-shot comic, featuring a stunning watercolor cover by legendary artist J.G. Jones. That is a pretty cool watercolor cover. I like it with the ghostly figure by the boy. All the birds flying around. It's it's painting worthy. Alright, speaking of painting worthy, we have Frank Frazetta's Dawn Attack number one of five by Opus Comics. Beyond the fantasy worlds of Death Dealer, Conan and the rest. Master artist Frank Frazetta also explored the far reaches of science fiction with Buck Rogers and John Carter of Mars. Now Frazetta's epic painting, Dawn Attack, springs to life in a collaboration with Frazetta Girls. New York Times bestselling writer Jody Hauser and professional game master and writer Eric Campbell Join world, joins world-renowned artist Diago Yapur to bring you the next expansion of the Frediverse. So I'm guessing they're going to take the individual prints and just write stories around them, which isn't a bad idea. There's lots of things you could say from looking at a lot of his prints and make some cool stories from them. All right, let's see where we're sitting. We are just about out of time here. Let's do one or two more. We have Frank Miller's Ronin Book 2, number one, by Frank Miller Brett Presents. Frank Miller returns to one of his most critically praised and influential bodies of work. Body of works. Ronin. The is, the is... T-H-E-I-S, six-part miniseries, follows the original work and takes Casey and her newborn son across the ravaged landscape of America. With layouts by Miller, the beautiful panoramic art by Philip Tan and Daniel Enriquez captures all the energy and excitement of the original series, taking the characters and world into a direction all its own, not to be missed. 
sadly they don't have no cover art for it on this thing. I'd like to see some of that. Next up, we got Gangster Ass Barista, number one, by Black Mask Comics. A coffee-fueled crime comedy from Pat Shand. Trinity used to live a life of crime, but now she has left behind her old life and works at a coffee shop. Unfortunately, making ends meet isn't easy to do with a minimum wage job. Have you seen their tip jars outside those windows? I think they make more than minimum wage there. Uh, Not to mention the fact that customers are beginning to get on Trinity's nerves, and it's getting harder and harder to not let her old tendencies take control. When Trinity's past comes calling, it's like the famous quote, Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Includes a bonus comic in each, each issue. Collects covers, collect covers by rising stars. Uh, I like that's got a little bonus comic. Is it ash can style or is it just some extra pages in the back? That's what I'm curious about. I wish they started out that storyline with a one shot first. Then I might check it out. Alright, they got Gatsby number one of eight by artists, writers, and artisans. When middle-class Singaporean student Lu Zhao is invited to spend a summer on Long Island with his rich cousin, Tommy, before attending Columbia University in the fall, his assimilation into the opulent American lifestyle straps him into a collision course fueled by designer drugs, sex, deceit, and murder. Set in present-day Long Island, Gatsby reimagines F. Scott Fitzgerald's classic novel as an LGBTQ-tinged multicultural thriller for the Internet age. I thought it was like a great Gatsby-style thing. And they're doing eight issues? Ouch. No, no. I think that's a little heavy-winded. They have... Oh, here's the other holiday pinup example. Here's GFT 2022 Holiday Pinup Special by Xenoscope Entertainment. Let's see if they... I think this is the one that had a story last year. Or the last holiday they did. Just in time for the happiest time of year comes the Grim Fairy Tales 2022 Holiday Pinup Special. Get ready to check out all your favorite Grim Universe heroines and villainesses, spreading some holiday cheer in their sultry winter outfits. Some of the industry's top artists contribute gorgeous pinups of the Grim Universe's most popular female characters in the stunning collection. Also includes a never-before-published Grim fairy tale short story. See? That's the way to do it. Yeah, I like that they add the little short story. It's like you don't just want the pinups. You gotta have something else that makes it worth the time. At least get some enjoy get some reading time out of it. 
yeah. I think I'm going to end it there. And we'll get back with more stuff sometime soon. So take care. We'll be back. Let's get back to some more stuff that's coming out in the future, including Ghost Rider, Danny Ketch, Marvel Tales, number one one-shot by Marvel Comics. A rare new Ghost Rider hits the road. Danny Ketch takes on a classic flaming skull mantle and becomes a comic book icon of the 1990s in Ghost Rider, 1990, number one to three. When Danny and his sister Barbara are caught in the crossfire of a gang war between the Kingpin's men and the deadly Death Watch, Danny finds a mysterious and familiar motorcycle that will save his life and change it forever. Evildoers beware, because the spirit of vengeance is coming for you. And if his chains don't get you, his penance there will. But will Death Watch and his vampiric ally Blackout provide a violent end to Danny's heroic journey before it even truly be- begins? The 90s Ghost Rider's adventures through Hellfire start here. So you are taking us back to the 90s ones because I wasn't big on them. It's, are you just going to overlap, rewrite them as they were? Or are you going to give us new concepts with it, make them better? I mean... I don't like buying duplicated, just reproduced stuff. So, And that's one of the Ghost Riders that I did have problems with on and off. Of course, I enjoyed the vampiric part of it, but had problems with lots of the storylines. So, Who knows, maybe they're making it better. We have G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 300 by IDW Publishing. All in, part five. This is it. The final G.I. Joe, a real American hero story arc at IDW Publishing comes to a blockbuster conclusion. Using a brand new casino on Cobra Island as a front, Cobra has been busy resurrecting both dangerous villains and heroes behind the scenes all in the hopes of creating the deadliest Cobra army ever. Will the warriors of G.I. Joe foil their arch enemy, arch enemies, evil machinations before it's too late? Or will the devious revanche robots have the last word over both the Joes and Cobra? The game for the last... For the fate of the world has reached its calamitous finale, and it's time for every single player to go all in. Living legend Larry Hama and S.L. Gallant bring us this final special over-length issue of their long and celebrated run at IDW Publishing, including special extras. This milestone issue is not to be missed. I was kind of bummed. I was hoping this was going to be like that turtle one and the Rick and Morty and stuff that we've been seeing when they hit the hundreds milestone. Get a little collaboration of all their past history. And 
get us all caught up, but this looks like the fifth storyline of a five-chapter story, so that's a bummer. I was hoping with that cover that we were going to get something like that. Godzilla animated museum statue, which is all like lime green. Might look pretty cool if you have a black light area set up at your house. And that comes from Mondo Tees LLC. We have a Godzilla Destroy All Monsters metal 16 inch by 12 inch sign from Pop Fun Merchandising. There's a Godzilla Gojira 1954 museum statue. Also from Mondo Tees. And then we got Godzilla Rivals vs. Gigan one-shot, which I thought this was out like last month or the month before that. And I don't think this is a new version of it or anything or a different storyline because it looks like the same exact cover from the past. But it does, oh yeah, it does say resolicited. Sorry about that, it didn't say it on the front. Yeah, it did. I'm just too stupid to see <laughs> Then there's Godzilla Shogun Godzilla, a 12,000 C reaction figure from Super 7 Media Incorporated. This is a cool, kind of like he's a fire Godzilla. He's all orange, orange and yellow. But yeah. Goes with some storyline, I'm guessing. Looks pretty cool. We have Gold Digger Christmas Specials Stocking Stuffer One Shot from Antarctic Press. You'll love the special gift we've prepared for you. A collection of classic Christmas-themed vignettes by Fred Perry, starring many of your favorite GD characters. And for that holiday glow, we're wrapping it in a shiny foil cover. Disclaimer, do not actually use this as a stocking stuffer, unless you don't mind bending it for fit or for stockings. Or the stocking is very large. Yeah, we could always fit comics in mine and the wife's stockings because we had big old stockings that you could put like two feet in. <laughs> so we don't do Christmas presents anymore. We just do a stocking full of fun stuff for each other instead of buying a bunch of presents that are just going to sit off to the side and put you in debt. They had the Gold Goblin number one by Marvel Comics. I've been really curious about this. It's not easy being gold. Norman Osborn's sins may have been cleansed, but his memories weren't, and he's done plenty of horrific things to remember. Norman's worked hard to avoid all things goblin and to stay on the straight and narrow. Consequences in Amazing Spider-Man pushed him to try superheroing and he liked it but when the media dub him the gold goblin he has to start wondering can he ever get away from the gold goblin inside i mean when you're doing the same style flying device to get to you around it's going to be kind of hard to get away from that character you got to give yourself a little more different look than just changing your colors i mean I can see why people stick with the namesake. 
We have Good Boy Volume 3, Number 1 by Source Point Press. First, or Flint learns the hard way that some oaths are not easily broken. With his father's life hanging in the balance, the lost child of Flint Sparks makes his bloodthirsty debut. It doesn't give you much of a basis, but we do know that character from previous volumes. Uh, it's been reviewed on Crimson Color Comic Club by someone. I believe they enjoyed it a lot. So it almost had me interested in getting it too from what they are saying. So There's Gospel Number 1 by Image Comics. When opportunity refuses to knock for restless hero Matilda, or Matilda D, the devil comes knocking instead. Thrust into action by the hellish arrival, Matilda and storyteller Pitt will quest for answers. Answers that threaten to tear them apart and trigger the toughest question of all. Who am I? Inspired by the work of Hayao Miyazaki, and set in the chaos of King Henry Ace reign, Gospel is a thrilling fantasy adventure that questions the truth behind the stories we tell. <coughs> I gotta take a drink. Really bad dry throat. And we just started this round, so that's not a good sign. Alright, next up, we got a Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, number one one-shot. The world mind is collecting data for the new Xandar Pavilion on Terra. And who knows Earth better than Peter Quill? Probably a lot of people. Doesn't know is that a celestial has been watching and waiting for the Guardians of the Galaxy to be distracted to begin his plan to wipe humanity from existence. I'm not sure. It's a one shot, so I might check it out. If it was a run, I definitely wouldn't at the moment, but they have a Halo Infinite Spartan Yoroi PVC statue by Dark Horse. They have a Harley Quinn Black, White, and Red Harley by Derek Chu statue by McFarlane Toys. That's pretty sweet looking. I can't afford that. Hell to Pay, number one, by Image Comics. The Shrouded College will give you magic, but you'll incur a debt until it's paid. You belong to them. Married couple Mala and Sebastian Stone took the deal. They have worked for the college ever since, using their new abilities to track down 666 cursed coins. Korak, aka the Devil's Dollar, only a few remain. The stones, the stones are almost free, but the devil's in the details. Hellboy meets Indiana Jones in this supernatural adventure from Charles Soule and Will Sliney. I 
All right, we got Holiday Kits Comics Readers Pack from American Mythology. Need an awesome holiday gift for the kid in your life? How about a cool all-ages comic reader pack? Perfect for eight days of gifts or that stocking by the fireplace. Includes five all-ages kids comics and are random filled from our American Mythology all-ages comic line. I like a lot of the American Mythology comics, but I don't know what's all in their all-ages storyline. We have a horror Chucky Bendy figure, which everybody needs. And a horror exorcist Regan Bendy figure. The only thing is, she needs to be, have an attachment of vomit flying out of her mouth. And it doesn't even, doesn't look like she can spin her head around. Oh, you can probably spin it around. Just looks like the hair might hit the sides. We have a horror Halloween Michael Myers bendy figure. Bendy figure. These are all from Noble Collection. There's a It Pennywise. There's also a HWR 1956 Purple Cadillac Eldorado with Elvis 124th diecast vehicle by Jada Toys Incorporated. It's pretty cool looking with. The, Purple Cadillac and Elvis all standing up doing his uh, little wiggle dance. I'm going to ride this horse. (laughs) Uh, They have I Hate Fairyland Volume 2. Number one coming out from Scotty Young. And Image Comics, this is a... Big thing. Looking forward to this. And they have deals on the original runs, trade paperbacks. Eisner Award winning writer Scotty Young and artist Brett Bean bring back the hit comic I Hate Fairyland for an all new ongoing series. Everyone's favorite green haired axe wielding crazed maniac returns in this Deadpool meets Alice in Wonderland-style adventure. Gert is all growing up and living in the real world. Times are tough, and the only job she's qualified for has her trying to find her way back to the place she has hates the most, Fairyland. And if you never got to read any of the first run, it was a blast. I say jump on it if you get a chance. If you like that type of stuff. Impossible Jones. Naughty or Nice. Number one by Scout Comics. A very special holiday special. Holly Days threatens to blow up the city. Forcing Imp to play hero just as she's planning her own holiday heist. And Imp thought they were friends. Added bonus. A seasonal even Steven story where his insistence that everything be equal is tested when he receives an anonymous gift and returning the gesture is, well, impossible. Get it? Impossible Jones. 
I had a little bug that's just flying around my face, driving me nuts. I can't catch them. They have Invader Zim Oni 25th Anniversary Edition by Oni Press. The comic that launched a thousand... A thousand Gers, G-I-R-S. Invader Zim number one returns in the special Oni 25th Anniversary Edition. I don't know much of anything other than seeing the stuff and not reading any of it or watching any of it. They have a Jurassic Park T-Rex waffle maker to go with your kitchen assembly unit. And it's by Uncanny Brands LLC, which I believe everything else is also. There's a Justice Society of America, Volume 4, Number 1, by DC Comics. The GSA returns in this monthly series by writer Geoff Johns and artist Mikhail Janin. Janin, with Justice Society of America, The New Golden Age, Part 1. The world's first and greatest superheroes return, or do they? A long-lost hero from the GSA crashes into our era with a grave warning, but it's too late. A mysterious and malevolent enemy has invaded the entire history of the GSA, and an all-new team must come together to defeat it. But what deadly secret does this messenger from beyond keep? Where are they from? And why is all this happening now? Only the mas- only the time masters know. More time travel crap. <laughs> Such a hater. You have Kamen Rider, Kamen Rider, K-A-M-E-N, 01, number one by Titan Comics. New comic series of the further adventures of the new Takusata Satsu TV show, Kamen Rider Zero One, is the first Kamen Rider TV series to debut during the Riwa period and the 50th overall in the franchise. Along with his trusty hum, Humagir companion Izu, he saved the world numerous times as the insectile superhero. But when his company, Hidden Intelligence, is attacked by the mysterious Ragnarok, Arturo must not only face the volcanic cluster cell-powered villain, but also his own past. Sounds I, I know I've seen that character, and it sounds like something that should be in the tick. We have Knight and the Lady of Play, number one, one shot, by Image Comics. Jonah Luna returns with another one shot, illustrated in graphite. After a war with demons, Knight Signor Vincenzo is traveling home to his wife in Italy. In a swamp, he comes across a mysteriously hypnotic woman, Moda who tempts him to stay with her. Ah, good old dry throat. 
probably starting round two of my medication in about a week and a half, and it's just going to get uh, worse again, and then have to go through it again for another month. We have Koshi, K-O-S-H-C-H-E-I, The Deathless, In Hell, number one by Dark Horse Comics. The world above may be over, and Hellboy gone with it. But Koshi, Koshi is still in hell, content with his wine and his books, until an old face arrives and brings Konshi, Konshi, Koshi, I don't know, a critical task. An old and powerful foe is returning, and Koshi, she just called Shelly because she loved that too, <laughs> must take up his sword and defend the city from destruction. Mignola returns to hell to reunite with one of his favorite collaborators, Ben Stein- Stenbeck. Uh, returning characters from Hellboy and Hell and more. And then we have Chroma by Lorenzo Di Felice, number one by Image Comics. Imprisoned in a tower within the walls of the Pale City, Chroma is believed to be the most evil creature alive. But a chance meeting with the mysterious orphan Zet creates an opportunity for Chroma to escape her cruel, that is, if they can survive the strange dangers within the city walls and the monstrous threats that lie beyond. (laughs) We have Lady Zorro Final Flight Number 1 by American Mythology. The swashbuckling adventures of Muat as Lady Zorro conclude with this special one-shot that pits the iconic hero against her most vicious foe yet. From shapeshifters to spider demons, from wicked priests to swamp witches, Lady Zorro's adventures have been a battle through hell on earth. Now, as an insurmountable new threat arises, how can Lady Zorro ensure the future of the legacy that inspired her? Take a drink. Throat's getting too raspy. Let's see where we're at. Eh, we got enough for a handful yet. Last Ride of Pillars and Pride, number one, by Aftershock Comics. When Ben Pillar and Eli Pride were kids, I wonder if there's a link to Pride and Prejudice characters uh they did something incredible they saved a young girl's life and stopped a madman they were heroes but that was a long time ago now with their career as young adult adventure novelists in decline and their friendship in similar dire straits the pair embark on a road trip back to their old hometown in hopes of mending their relationship but a new evil has emerged in the town of Terrigan Falls. Can Pillar and Pride be heroes again? You'll have to read it to find out. 
Wish they have a picture on the cover so I could see if that links together or not. Uh, they have a Looker's Ember Red Hot Bag set of six comics from Boundless Comics. They also have a B set of six comics. Then we got Lord of the Jungle, Volume 2, Number 1 by Dynamic Dynamite Entertainment. At long last, the Lord of the Jungle returns to comics. One of the most famous and recognizable characters in the history of fiction is back, starting with an adventure that returns us to the days before his birth, as well as a time later in life when a past wrong must be made right. No matter what manner of beast or obstacle stands in Tarzan's way, it's been a while since we had an interesting-looking Tarzan one, and I love this cover. Well, at least cover A, I suppose. They have a variety of covers, of course. We have a Machine Girl Holiday Special by Red 5 Comics. Special one-shot, 48 pages of story content and cardboard cover. Three short stories from three creative teams explore the world of Machine Girl in an all-new format. Machine Girl takes human holidays to space. From an early age, Megan has been obsessed with an old planet called Earth. From the horrific Halloween to the cheerful Christmas, its holidays will make their way into her days at the farm and even into her life on the intergalactic pirate ship. Okay. <laughs> I don't know anything else about I read some Machine Girl stuff. But I don't know. We have Magic Nahiri, the Lithomancer, number one one shot by Boom Boom Studios. Nabula, Hugo, Locus, and Alex, award-winning novelist Shannon McGuire, returns to the world of Magic: The Gathering with artist Fabiana Mascalo. To bring Nahiri the Lithomancer to comics. Nahiri, also known as the Harbinger, has protected her home plane of Zendikar for centuries. Her ruthlessness and terrible deeds kept in check by a strong sense of justice. But her fate is far from decided, and a new challenge awaits that may change the way the entire multiverse perceives her. I have that character from the Zendikar series. I'm pretty sure I liked it. But I don't know any story around it yet. They have Maker Comics, Graphic Novel, Design a Game from First Second. Inside Maker Comics Design a Game, you'll find step-by-step instructions for six tabletop game design projects. The siblings Shen, Chandra, and Shintoya arrive at London Omega Summer Camp with a passion for games, and Professor Zephyr is excited to teach this year's students all about the art and science of game design. What makes a game fun? What kind of kinds of games are out there 
How can designers turn an okay game into a great one? With Maker Comics Design a Game as you guide, you'll play and modify classic games to learn the fundamentals of design and build and test a prototype of a new game that's all your own. Sounds like a kind of like a good uh, pre-learner to Dungeons and Dragons style stuff. Uh, that's kind of neat and fun for kids. They also have a Oh, this is something different. Making comics zines one shot from Silver Sprocket. Oh, we're running out of time. A friendly, easy to understand explainer for making comic zines from comic educator Eddie Adams. Appropriate for kids to adults, this guide shows you the basic steps for creating your very own comic from brainstorming and character design to layouts and production. Grab some paper, some pens, a stapler, and have fun. That's cool, too, for kids getting into comics. But we'll end it there, and we'll get back with more stuff sometime soon. All right, next up. They have a Marvel damage control board game, which did damage control uh, comic run. And now you got this. It's by WizKids. There's a Marvel feature Groot plush. plush, plush. <laughs> That's a cute little Groot. They got a Marvel Galaxy Deluxe Venom Pool PVC statue, which uh, if it was half that price, I'd consider it. Marvel Heroes Deadpool 8-inch Karicha Sitting Plush. A Marvel Heroes Wolverine 8-inch Karicha Sitting Plush. Both by Bleacher Creatures. And uh, Venom Pool figure was from Diamond Select, if I didn't say. Excuse me. <coughs> Alright. They have a Minions 3D Foam Bag Clip Blind Mystery Box. There's... Magic, Magic the Gathering Challenger Pioneer Deck 2022 from Wizards of the Coast. They have a Magic the Gathering CCG game, Night Free for All Carton 4 count from Wizards of the Coast. I think you can get them individually, but stores can buy the 4-pack. They have Murder World Avengers number 1 one-shot by Marvel Comics. Ready, set, die. Hundreds of hundreds are killed every year in an elaborate secret tournament run by a sadistic man with nearly limitless resources at his fingertips. It's not an urban legend. It's not a myth. Murder World is real. It's online, and the gruesome truth has been hidden from everyone except its victims. Until now, meet Paul Pastor an extraordinary young documentarian who is going to expose it all with some super-powered help. The Black Widow has a personal grudge to settle with the, with Murder World Mastermind Arcade. Figured Arcade would have to be behind this. 
But can she stop this game before it kills again? Murder World is the wildly violent ride you've been waiting for. Gut-wrenching twist, unbelievable deaths, the Avenger, Avengers bloodier than you've ever seen them before, the tormented minds of Jim Zub and Ray Fox and Jethro Morales kick off the must-have miniseries of the year. It sounds like it's going to be a little mini-series. I'm curious how many, if I should jump on and get the individuals or just wait for the trade. We have My Bad, Volume 2, Number 1 of 5 by Ahoy Comics. One of the most hilariously offbeat superhero comics of the stands, on the stands, IGN, returns from the original creative team, of Mark Russell, Bryce Ingman, and Peter Kraus. Something is killing capes, or would be, if they were better at it. Will this crisis draw the crime-fighting chandelier out of retirement? Plus, Emperor King adapts a new costumed identity so he can get a date. Alright. We have My Little Pony Classics Reimagined, Little Phillies, number one by IDW Publishing. Little Women meets My Little Pony in this new series about love, life, and sisterhood. Rainbow Dash, Toylight, Sparkle, Fluttershy, and Rarity appear as the March sisters who dream of life beyond Broncord Massa. Hoofits. In issue number one, Rainbow Dash yearns for excitement, something to write about. So when Applejack, the, the March's neighbor, arrive home with tales of eel wrangling and apple eating, Rainbow Dash and her sisters dare to hope for more. <laughs> and it looks like they, they're coming out with number two right off the bat. Come out about a month apart, but you can pre-order them together. So. We have Mysterium number one of three by SourcePoint Press. Will you dare to walk through the gates of the Mysterium Manor? Conrad McDull keeps encountering supernatural occurrences after moving into his new home. Along with a group of world-renowned mystics, they will try to help a gloat ghostly presence cross to the other side, all before time runs out. Based on the popular board game, Mysterium, this story will keep you guessing as to how, where, and who was behind the murder. Uh-oh, my water's empty. That's never a good thing. At least Shelly has hers here. I'll have to steal that. <laughs> Leave my backwash for her in the morning. <laughs> now we have myth, Myths and Legends Quarterly Blood of Gods, number one by Xenoscope Entertainment. Deep in the jungles of Chiapas, Angelica, Hellchild, Blackstone, is trying to find herself the only way she knows how. 
hunting down the scum in our world who think they are too protected to worry. Finally catching up to a cartel leader she has been tracking, Angelica discovers something much darker than she could have ever imagined is at play. guest starring the witch hunter so don't miss this truly terrifying new story uh, we had 23 tornadoes in wisconsin so far this year damn didn't remember hearing about that many all right we got nature's labyrinth number one of six by mad cave studios in the middle of the ocean lies a remote island complex lined with traps and ever-changing landscape. Created by a mysterious man known only as Ahab, the island was designed to test the wills of the world's most notorious criminals in a battle royal style game. Eight violent felons will fight for survival and to the death over the course of three days of relentless action. The winner receives a wealth or riches and completes anon- and complete anonymity. But at the cost of keeping their silence about the island's existence, what Ahab doesn't know is that someone is on to him. Someone has infiltrated the island with an intention of revealing the truth about the twisted game. Oh no! You're going to find out. They have a nightmare before Christmas. Jack and Sally on the go lunch cooler from picnic time. There's a new golden age. Number one. One shot by DC Comics. It looks like it's got a Michael Allred cover. So that's something that just caught my eye. From the Justice Society of America to the Legion of Superheroes. The new golden age will unlock DC's epic and secret-ridden history of heroism. Launching a new group of titles set firmly in the DC universe, from the 1940s to the 3040s, heroes take on the great evils of their time. But in the aftermath of Flashpoint Beyond, those heroes and villains have their lives turned upside down. DC's future and its past will never be the same again. But how are Mimi and Marionette connected to this? Or Mime and Marionette? Why are Rip Hunter and Time Masters the most unlikable heroes in the DC Universe? And who or what is nostalgia? Don't miss the start of the strangest mystery to have ever plagued the DC Universe. Damn it. Uh, it is only a one shot. This one, so I could at least maybe get it for the all red cover. We'll see. New Mutants number 98, cover G facsimile edition. And I am going to add stop there because my cat wants in. So I will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 